0: Hello, everyone, and good morning. I know this is coming out a day late, but this has happened to me a couple of times where I will record, um, like a draft and I'm about to go edit it and it's gone. So, um, (laughs) I'm re recording this morning, um, but I am doing a 19 Things I've Learned in 19 years. Um, my birthday would have, well, By the time you're listening to this, my birthday was um, a day ago, and so for this year, for both mine and Gabby's birthdays, we're going to just talk about 19 different things that we've learned, Um, and yeah, before we get into it, I wanted to do a quick shout out and promo for what we are doing um, next week, and in the coming weeks, we are going to be doing a mini series, not a mini series, we're going to do an actual series, um, all about... Influence, and I'm not going to drop the name of it yet, partially because I forgot which name we decided on for the series, and I want to uh, announce that when Gabby's actually here, Um, but we are doing a series basically on, like, who are you letting influence you as far as music goes, shows that you're watching, celebrities that you're following on social media, just people in general that you're following on social media, doesn't have to be celebrity, but yeah. It's gonna be really good, so I hope y'all uh enjoy that series and without further ado, um, let's just jump into this episode. So, um I have here in my notes, if I can open them. These are nineteen things that I've learned in nineteen years. Some of them I'll kind of go into, some of them I'm just gonna say the blanket statement and um some of them will be referring back to past episodes. Um And some of them it's just kind of self-explanatory. So, also, these are sort of jumbled. Some of them are very practical, like, everyday things. Um, like, this isn't one of them, but, like, get up early. Like, I don't know. So some of them are very practical and some of them are... most of them are, like, kind of things that I've just learned in my spiritual life. Um, they're kind of mixed and jumbled. Also, sorry, I just woke up morning voice EO. Anyways, um, so they're a little mixed up. I try to keep like the practical ones towards the beginning. Um, but again, they're sort of mixed and jumbled. So yeah. So number one, it's okay to work out, eat ice cream and a salad all in the same day. Don't beat yourself up. I know it's really easy to, um, and just, yeah, just don't be hard on yourself. That's something that I'm trying to learn with myself, um, um, which sort of goes into number two, be kind to yourself and start being mindful of how you speak to yourself, um, what your habits are, your good habits, your bad habits, and so on. If you have, like, good habits and, you know, you've started picking up, like, oh, actually, that's a really good habit that I've started instilling, that's a really good, um, like, discipline, like, with myself, like, self-discipline that I've really, like, been good at practicing, take note of that, how that started, how that came about, what motivated you, and start, like, picking that up. Um, Your bad habits. One of mine is, like, again, just talking negatively to myself. Um, Another one is, like, uh, sorry, space out. Another bad habit of mine um, would be, like, as soon as I get up, Um, or my alarm goes off, I would just roll over, hit snooze two, three, four times before I actually got up out of bed, um, and my snooze is set for, like, eight minutes, so it would be, like, another, like, 30 minutes before I could get up out of bed, um, or I would roll over and wake up in the middle of the night, pull up my phone, and, uh, you know, whatnot, and just start scrolling, because, you know, I'm, I'm awake. Um, so, you know, that was another bad habit, but, which sort of goes into our next leading one. None of this was intentional, actually, um, but it just so happens to go into our next one. Put your phone across the room before you go to bed. This is something so simple that's literally changed the whole trajectory of my last, like, three weeks. Um, I recently rearranged my room, I moved my bedside table one because it just became a space for clutter it's at the foot of my bed now um but it just became a clutter space and it also like is where I would put my phone which like allowed for me to just have easy access to it like in the middle of the night like oh whoops I scrolled on Instagram for an hour at two in the morning because I woke up randomly um or I would start scrolling in the morning, or I would, like, I I would just immediately jump into, okay, I need to be productive. Um, I would start, like, going through emails, uh, responding to things, and it's like, what am I doing? Like, people don't want to be bothered at two in the morning or whatever, or even start looking at my schoolwork and just don't do it. Put your phone across the room before bed. It takes away that temptation to, you know be up really late on your phone or wake up in the middle of the night I was staying up really late on my phone just you know and I was like oh I'm unwinding I deserved it I'm rationalizing it and justifying it and it's like no no it go to sleep so and now I need to get up and walk across my room to turn my alarm off so yeah okay number four is cultivate your relationships make sure that you're putting time and effort into them. Um, I understand, like, life can get busy when you work one job, part-time job, or two part-time jobs, or maybe a full-time job and you're a full-time student, or whatever your life may look like. I understand it can get super busy, but just try to, you know, I don't know. There's one friend, um, her name is Brooke, and she's actually been on the podcast before um she was on in our last season and we try to like hang out at least every other month if not like once a month just go hang out for a few hours go grab coffee catch up um and we also make an effort to like try to text each other you know once a week or whatever checking in how are you or just like hey have a great day um you know and so, just put time and effort into those relationships, because um, it's just, if, if you're not trying to cultivate them, they're going to die and, and drift off. Number five, <laughs> this is sort of a joke, not really, like, joking but not joking, don't get church summer camp crushes. Just don't do it. I have can't tell you how many, like, hilarious TikToks I've seen of, like, people saying the same thing, like, uh, things to avoid in a church. Church, summer camp. If you know, you know. (laughs) And enough said about that. Anyways, moving on. Number six. Trust God. And this might sound so simple, but I wanted to tell y'all a quick testimony if y'all um want to hear it really quick um i'm going to tell you anyways if you don't sorry but um i this was like 2 weeks ago and um i was really struggling financially i was in a place where i was like oh my gosh my uh paycheck isn't going to you know from the cafe i'm not going to get that in time cuz i i was headed out of state um for my cousin's wedding and so I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to get that paycheck before I leave. Um, I have my car payment to pay. And I, I was just like, God, I, I keep coming up on this where I, you know, I've run my savings account down because my car all of a sudden needed new tires. That's $400. And then I needed a new battery. And I spent like $200 plus on that. And then my brakes went you know, wrong and then I oh now I have an oil change. It just felt like everything kind of like happened at once. Um and and then, you know, I have the tax to pay too for the car. So it just kind of felt like, okay, everything is happening at once. Um and I love my two jobs, but my the princess uh the party princess gig, it's not always steady work. It's not guaranteed that I'm going to have work every single weekend. I could have five parties in a weekend three or four on a Saturday and one one or two on a Sunday, or I could have one party on one Saturday and that's it. Um, I actually have one today, (laughs) a little later this afternoon, but it's never guaranteed and sometimes there's just weekends where I have like a full weekend, I have two or three parties and all of them just fall through for whatever reason, Um, the family gets sick or the weather or whatever it is. And so, last week, that's exactly what, or not last week, two weeks ago, um, it was a Wednesday, and I was like, I'm leaving in a week, um, I have this that I need to pay for on Monday, I need gas in my car to get me through the week, or I can't go to my classes, um, cause I commute for my classes, it's like a 40 minute drive, um, for college, to the college that I go to, but I'm like, I, I don't have money for gas, I don't have, so that means I can't go to my classes. I don't have money for my car payment, and then I have these other things to pay on Monday before I leave, and I was just feeling really overwhelmed and really stressed, and at the beginning of the year, I was actually planning on applying for a third part-time job at a local cafe. Um, I love the cafe. I love the environment. I go there all the time, and... Um, and I know a couple of the people there, too, and they were like, yeah, do it, go for it, and I was really excited. And finally, I was like, okay, it was the day before I was going to turn in that resume, and I was like, okay, God, like, open up the door if this, if this is your will for me. And immediately, he spoke, like, don't apply for this job. Um, everyone that I was close to, that I had like let in and talked to about me applying for this job, they were all like, Madison, you're going to overwhelm yourself. This is, this is intense. This is a lot for you. And I knew they were right, but it was really just like, I need guaranteed work. I need a guaranteed paycheck every single week or every two weeks. Um, and what I'm doing right now, like it's, it's really financially stretching. And God just spoke to me and said, no, Don't apply. I'm going to provide. I'm your provision. I will provide. And so it was this Wednesday, two weeks ago, that I'm in my car and I just start crying because I'm like, God, I have so many things that I need to pay that I literally, I, I just, I simply do not have the money um, the work that I was going to use for this weekend, like, all of the work that I was going to use for that weekend, all of the money, was going straight to, uh, these bills that I needed to pay, and I knew I wouldn't have any extra money to, um, spend in, you know, in Texas, because I was going to Texas the next week, like, I I knew I wasn't going to have any fun money, but I was okay with it, I was like, I just need to get these bills paid, I just need to get all of these things paid, and so, um, and I started playing "Faithful Father" by uh, Josh Vera. If, if you remember, you might remember him or remember the name. Um, he was on our podcast back in August when we did our Heart of Worship series. He's, um, my worship pastor, and he has an incredible album called One Heart. He released that a few years back. Um, and also, our worship team has a band called Music for the Nations, and they released an EP. Um, end of January, and Faithful Father is one of the songs on there, along with a few other incredible songs. So if you want to go check them out, they're on Spotify and other music streaming <laughs> platforms. But I started playing Faithful Father over and over and over again, and just declaring, God, I've been faithful and obedient, and you told me that you were going to provide, and I know you're going to be faithful. Um, like you told me you were going to provide, and it was just me, like in my car. I was doing a lot of, like, work for the cafe, so, like, every time I got in my car for, you know, driving to wherever I needed to go to stock up on things, I'm, like, playing the song, and I'm crying, and I'm just, like, God, you're, you're, I, I'm declaring it, I know you're gonna be faithful, you said you were gonna provide, um, and that was pretty much it, and so I wake up the following Saturday wake up. There's no parties. My two parties were canceled. It's a free Saturday. So I wake up and I'm kind of, you know, I started teaching myself a few new songs on the ukulele and whatnot. Um, and I was like, okay, it's just going to be, you know, I'll get things done today. And then around 9 o'clock, my manager, Bree, calls me. She's also our scheduling coordinator. And she's like, hey, you, if your day is still open, you have a last-minute booking at 3 o'clock. And it's like a two-hour drive, so you would just need to leave around like 12.30 um, or 1. And I was like, oh, awesome, amazing. And I, I hang up and I'm like, thank you, God. Like, that's that's awesome. And I'm thinking, okay, that will get me through, you know, the week. I'll be fine with just this one party, um, money-wise. And then, like, ten minutes later, she calls me and's like, uh, can you get ready, like, right now? Like, start doing your makeup and start, like, getting your hair up to go into a wig. Because you have another party and it's in, like, three hours and it's a two-hour drive. You need to leave here. You need to leave your house in, like, less than an hour. And I was like, oh, okay. And I like jumped off my bed I like put my stuff away I put away my I like set the ukulele aside and I started like getting my makeup on and as soon as we hung up I start crying just like god wow like we have never we we don't get two last minute bookings in one day that doesn't happen for one performer one okay but two is just like what like that's never happened before and I started just, you know, talking to God, like, God, like, thank you. You know, that first party, it was more than enough to, you know, pay. And he just reminded me, like, I'm not the God of, you know, just the bare minimum, or this is just enough to get me through. I'm the God who is the God of more than enough. I'm the God of provision. He's Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Jireh, right? He's more than enough. Um, and, he reminded me of Malachi 3.10, bring all of the tithes into the storehouse so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. He's the God of overflow. And he just reminded me of that. So trust God. If you're faithful and obedient and like tithing, he's going to be faithful and it's going to pop up and surprise you out of nowhere. Like again, one last minute booking for our company is not uncommon for one performer two in the same day for one performer uh, that's never that that doesn't happen that never has happened so I knew it was like this is just God like here you go so that's sorry for the you know short story long but (laughs) uh moving on to number is a seven number seven be obedient to God in everything which tithing included but if he tells you to rest start resting Um, If he gives you a prophetic word for someone, be obedient, step out, and give that prophetic word. And any assignments that he gives you, just be obedient to God in everything. Because when he can trust you with little and you're obedient in that, he'll give you more. Um, Number eight is go to God for everything. So decisions that you're excited about, questions that you have... Things that you're sad about, things that you're struggling with, just talk to him about your day. He wants to hear it. He wants that relationship with you. Just act like he's your best friend um, and talk to him like that. Um, Number nine is challenge yourself all the time with new goals, which, and I'm just saying, like, it doesn't have to be anything big. Like, I'm going to lose 20 pounds in the next two months. Like, it doesn't have to be anything like that. Um, If you want it to be, go for it but it could just be, you know what, I want to make an effort to wake up 15 minutes earlier so I can have a little more quiet time, a little more prayer time, or, um, like for me, I'm starting to, like for, uh, like my, my princess parties and whatnot, I'm trying to get ready, I'm giving myself an extra 30 minutes to get ready, so instead of getting ready an hour beforehand, because y'all, the makeup and the, the makeup puts takes a while to put on, and the costume takes costumes often costumes and wigs take forever to get into. Um, certain costumes, it's like a twenty minute process, like getting into them. Um, but I am making like one of my goals for my coming parties is to give myself an extra thirty minutes to get ready, so that way I'm not feeling rushed and um and like rushed out the door. So make yourself new goals all the time. Number, is this 9 or 10? I think it's 10. Make it a point to worship and spend time with God daily. Get into the Word, like, all the time. It doesn't have to be, like, a routine where every single morning at a certain time, if you're a routine person, you can do that. If you're not a routine person, you can do morning one day. You can do it, like, on your lunch break or as soon as you get home, like, it's been a long day, you need to de-stress, go to God with that, you know, um, I like routine, I like structure, (laughs) so I will often, um, kind of do it in the mornings, that's, you know, I like starting out my day like that, but just make it a routine, um, because hearing from God should be a daily usual thing, not just, like, every once in a while, um, interceding should be, a daily like thing it shouldn't be something that's unusual or every couple of months like it it should be a daily thing so number eleven don't place your happiness in roots that will die and this means and happiness not joy because joy is a fruit of the spirit so if you're rooted in the spirit um you're going to start producing fruit and one of those fruits is joy and peace and kindness and etc. Um, but don't place happiness in roots that will die. Um, like your relationships, your mental state, your circumstances at the time. So, and that just, that simply means trust God. Um, and trusting in God that will provide fruits of joy and peace in seasons of complete chaos and destruction. Just times that don't make sense. And um, y'all have heard my testimony with fear and with anxiety. And I, you know, COVID 2020, that practically in the world, that for me should have been a really anxious and fearful time. I just had this unexplainable peace that passed all of my understanding, at least, um, throughout that time. I was never super anxious, and I know a lot of people, um, a lot of anxiety and fear was brought up in them that they didn't know that they carried, and I just, like, something else happened, and I was just like, it's okay. God's gonna, it's okay. It's okay. God's gonna take care of it. Um, so, yeah. Don't place your happiness in, in things, That are of this world. It's just like, um, the verse, you know, don't store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and thieves break in and steal, but instead store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. Number 12 is work on your inner healing and never get to a point where you think you're just all better. Um, I, know, we all know at least one person or know of a person who, you know, has gone through a lot in their life, um, they could be a family member or someone just close to you so you know they've gone through a lot in their life, um, and to your knowledge they've never, like, actually gone for therapy or for counseling or maybe any freedom or inner healing sessions or, you know, they've never done any of that. And you can tell old wounds are popping up, um, and, and you can see it, but they're like, no, 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 I'm all better. That happened a long time ago. Time does not heal those wounds. Um, and I was actually just talking with someone last night. I, I'd been sharing, you know, my whole, I, I'd shared, you know, I have a history of fear, anxiety, and panic attacks. Um, and I, thought I was like truly delivered and set free of those and, and and i shared um you know just opened up and I'll open it up with you guys too in this past month I have been there's just been an intense spirit of anxiety over like my soul and over my mind and I don't know what's necessarily going on um I've noticed it physically and even just like Like, physically in social settings, I've never been a super socially anxious person, but um, in social settings, like, I had a panic attack recently in, like, the corner of a really overcrowded store because it was just so overwhelming, and that's never been, like... It, it, you know, I, I say it out loud and I'm like, who is that? Like, that's not me. I've never been a super socially anxious person. Like maybe, you know, certain social settings, I'm like, okay, there's a lot of people. But like, it's never gotten to the point where it's just such an intense anxiety where I feel so overwhelmed because it's loud and there's a lot of people and I just want to curl up in a ball in the corner. Um, And someone had shared with me last night, they said, well, you know, this is what they've been learning with inner healing and, you know, deliverance as far as that goes, that God may have delivered us from something. Like, I may have been delivered from panic attacks four years ago, but the wound is still there and I haven't actually healed that wound. It's just still there. So, God will bring things up. Holy Spirit will allow things to come up that... So so I can spot it and go, oh, wait. So I was delivered from that, but the wound is still there, so I need to heal that wound. And so just constantly be in a state of mind of trying to heal all of the layers of your soul because there's a lot, um, a lot to unpack. And just start asking God, like, you know, things to point out, things and places in your life that you can heal. Number... Is this 12? One, two, four, five, six. Number 12. In your busy work week, set aside one day for you to rest. And I mean, like, truly rest. Like, maybe you can plan, like, one small thing with a friend that you haven't connected with in a while, but be intentional to unplug from your phone, from social media, um, from your work. That one really gets me because I try to make, you know, Mondays are my day off. That's like my day of rest. Um but then I'm like, oh, I just got this work email, just let me respond to it, and then before I know it, I'm, like, going through receipts and trying to, like, sort them out for, like, my visa bill or whatever, and so it's, like, unplug from your work, um, on your day off. You you could make it a laundry day or a reorganizing day or a movie day or whatever you want to do. Just do something that you love and just, like, relax. Rest. You need to rest. Um... Which kind of leads into number 13, take care of yourself and find balance in everything. Find balance in things that you're doing, in what you're eating, and like, if you're working a lot, then take a little break to, like, de-stress. Don't do any work on your lunch break. Um, if you're studying, don't, you know, take a break and then, I, I mean, take a break, don't you know, watch, you know, Netflix for two hours. Um, and that's your break. I know how easy that is. (laughs) Trust me. But just find balance in everything and just take care of yourself, like, physically. Number 13, 14, 14, 13. This is 13. If you're a college student or a late high school student, start mentoring and bringing up kids younger than you in your youth group. Um, or maybe your little siblings' friends, but just start cultivating leadership qualities. Maybe, like, take them out for coffee or for Taco Bell or McDonald's or whatever. Um, keep the gender separate, um, for obvious reasons. Don't, you know, um, but, you know, my little sister's friend, she's a freshman in high school, so most of her friends are freshmen, maybe sophomores, I think, and then, you know, eighth grade, um, And one of them, we, you know, follow each other on Instagram, and one day I was just like, hey, can I take you out to coffee, and then before, you know, you go to youth group, I'll drive you to youth group, um, if you need a ride home, I'll give you a ride home too, and, you know, and so, and it was just, I, I know I really appreciated that when I was, um, in middle school and in high school, um, my mentor, Marcel, y'all know her, um, She's been on here before for our relationships podcast um, last season, actually. But we were just talking, and we we met up a month or two ago, and I was like, "This is crazy." I asked her to like be my min- my mentor. I think it was my sixth grade year, or maybe my I think it was my seventh grade year, and we still connect now. And there were several other people too that just like you know older leaders, um, that. I really enjoyed just like hanging out with them and uh, just they had more wisdom in so many areas in life that I did not. And so um, when you get to that age and you've got a car and, you know, you have a little extra cash to, you know, buy someone a $5 coffee, like do that, you know, Um, and even pray like, God, is there anyone specific? So number 13. I don't even know. Here's the next one. Test everything against the word. And I'm saying like Christian TikTokers, what they're saying, what pastors' sermons you may hear. Test everything. Like y'all, I've heard the craziest things from like proclaiming Christians on TikTok or on Instagram reels. Like the craziest things. I was following um one person who was like, wow, this is amazing, um, I, I love this person, um, they're opening up about their testimony, their, like, deliverance from demons, and, um, starting to really expose the works of, The devil, as far as Illuminati goes and Freemasonry, and it was just so insightful. Like, wow, there's so many things on here that it's like I did not know before, but it's it's super insightful, and we'll kind of get into that in in our series too, as far as like, um, exposing and whatnot. But then this person started like proclaiming, "I'm perfect and I don't sin," and I was like, "I'm sorry, what?" And I saw comment after comment. Um, of so many people, like, giving verse after verse. Like, no. The Bible says you are not perfect. It doesn't allow you uh, to just sin and do whatever the heck you want because there's grace, but it does not mean that you're perfect. Um, So, test everything against the Word. Just because they are, like, a mega church pastor um, or a Christian on TikTok does not mean that what they are saying is biblically sound. So test everything against the word. Number 18, start doing things that you love. Pursue your dreams. God put all of these dreams in your heart. So just ask him how those doors can be opened and seize the opportunities. Um, quick example, when I, even from a very young age, um, there's pictures of like Two and three year old Madison dressing up as Cinderella or Belle. There wasn't Rapunzel at the time, but I'm sure she would have loved Rapunzel. Um, And there's just photos of me. Like, I I loved Disney. Um, When I got into middle school, I really liked theater and acting and singing. I started doing that from the time I was in like middle school. Um, And I, I just loved it. And I was like, I remember my sixth grade self telling my mom and then my cousin on two separate occasions like I'm gonna be a Disney princess in Disneyland when I grow up like that is what I'm doing with my life and then another time I was telling my cousin like I'm going to be a mermaid in those like aquariums and I'm gonna swim with you know the fishies um like that is just like that is like set in stone that is what I was doing with my life and then I grew up and I was kind of like yeah okay that's not happening, like, and I wasn't, you know, didn't have my heart set on it, but, um, it was really beautiful to see this party princess job open up for me, because it's everything that I wanted when I was a little girl, um, and it was just kind of like, I felt like it was God's way of reminding me, like, hey, that was a dream that you had, just because you're older now doesn't mean that, you know, it doesn't matter, um, And even though, like, my heart wasn't set on it, like, it's not something that I necessarily was like, yes, I, I, this is what I'm doing with my life. It was still something that it's like, this is fun. Um, and I love it. And so, yeah, start doing things that you love and just know that any dreams that God has placed on in your heart, he's placed them there for a reason. Um, and he's amazing. Something will work out. I'm not... In Disneyland. I'm glad I'm not in Disneyland because LA, you know, cost of living. Whew. Um. And I'm not, you know, swimming as a mermaid in an aquarium, which I can't hold my breath for more than like 45 seconds underwater. So that's probably good. You know that that didn't work out either. But it's so unique, and this job just feels like it's so perfect, and I love it. So dream. And then, last one: be open and fluid to what God and Holy Spirit are doing in your life. Your plan can look like one thing, and in a single moment, it can look completely different because God has a different plan. A lot of times, we make plans and then we invite God into them later. Um, but what we should be doing is inviting God in and then making plans with Him. Because, and last, this is you know what I'll end with. Um, I, my whole life, I was, like, not my whole life, I would say, like, the last two years of high school and then this past year, I'm, like, I am going to, I had two dream schools in mind, um, two dream universities that I was going to transfer to in the next year, and, um, I was, like, I'm going to one of these two schools. Like, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but this is, I know I'm going to one of these two schools. And it was about a month ago that I just started praying, and I was like, God, like, is this like which school, like, you know? And then I started like asking, you know, like I've never really actually invited you into this. Um, Is this what you want? And he spoke to me so simply, so clearly, like, absolutely not. Do not go. And any desire that I had to go to either of these two schools was completely taken away. And there were several reasons that, you know, he he had brought to mind why not why I should not go and they all and I'm just like oh my gosh so um and it may feel now like okay the only plan that I had is completely out the window but I think that is just the most beautiful place that you could be in it's a place of complete and total surrender of like god I don't know what I'm doing I don't know where I'm going um I have no plan because god can do whatever. And if you're willing and open to that, um, I love the song by, I think it's community worship, um, make room. And it says, I'll make room for you to do whatever you want to, um, shake up the grounds of all my tradition, break down the walls of all my religion. Like your way is better. And it's just like complete and total surrender. God, like, I give it up. It's all yours. It was never mine in the first place. And just watch what God can do because he can open up doors that we don't even see yet. So yes, I hope you all enjoyed the 19 things that I've learned in 19 years. Um, be sure to tune in next week for the start of our series. I'm super excited for that. And I hope you all have a great rest of your week. Bye.